Welcome to the fourth floor. My name is Calvin. Now, Chris normally does these intros, but myself and Jason will be pitching in too from now on. Uh, this two part episode was recorded way back in June, where Chris and me and uh, Jason discussed asteroid mining and imagine a mostly rose tinted possible future where raw mineral extraction no longer takes place on Earth. Part 1 starts with SpaceX's Demo 2 launch, and then we get into the value of the space industry in general and asteroid mining in specific. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what else is there to do right now? Like, there's nothing else. Um, I think we're ready. I sound good, right? You sound. Uh, you've always okay. sounded good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Aww. Just recording it now. Um, okay, so uh, you have. Uh, so t- sorry. What? What are you? Oh yes. Um, I want to talk about the space launch. Mm. Uh, the the space launch. The SpaceX the, launch. The mission is called SpaceX Demo Two. Um, that happened on. And I have to remember, um, Saturday, May the 20... What do you mean, the 30th? Uh, um, Saturday, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it Saturday? Oh, yeah. it was a Friday. Uh, it was supposed to be the... Wednesday, Wednesday. 27th, and then Saturday, 30th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this is historic. Like, SpaceX, the, the private uh, space exploration company... Um, has already been launching rockets and really innovating rocket technology for mm. I think a few few years already. They've um, they've been making uh, unmanned flights carrying cargo to the ISS, mm. um, and then they've been using reusable rockets, um, some of which crash. <laughs> but <laughs> I think they've gotten really good at. Um, uh, just robotically landing on a, I think a, a drone barge that the rockets fly back down and they land perfectly and it's really cool to watch. Really satisfying. Yeah. Oh, it's, it is nice. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and then this is um, historic. This one because they've sent a crew of two astronauts, um, NASA astronauts, um, who are uh, already um, have been in outer space a few times before, I think. Yeah. Um, to the ISS, but they're going again, and they went, and uh, it went off without a hitch, which is really cool. Um, and so, this this uh, like what I want to talk about for this whole episode is kind of this is a jumping off point for that. Um, nice. A private company um, is now like responsible 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 we'll say it um and is also invested in space exploration there's some kind of profit motive in outer space so i want to explore what those could be um i i did also uh just want to mention that on the same weekend there's like a crud ton of civil rights protests that were happening Um, i read that it's all over the news right now um it's a whole thing um we're not really the podcast to talk in depth about that um well it's good to have your angle though but it's uh i think it's important to mention mm-hmm. just because like um this has always sort of happened that like um i think i think in the for the apollo 11 um space launch which is another milestone um was happening the same week as like the biggest protests and anti-war protests in america yeah. um so these two sorts of um activities seem to be um or they're always happening at the same time they're never like they're not taking turns right so 
I guess just what I wanted to say is like really um, inspiring things happen and then also um, responses to really shitty things that are happening in the world are happening at the same time and I think it's okay to for us to take time for both of those things. Yeah, and you made a good point like a moment ago, which was that these things normally happen at the same time. Yeah, I mean, well, I think the the idea is they're happening all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we just remember these big milestones happening at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I distinctly remember. Well, sorry, I mean, it sounded like it was there. You you remember the <laughs> the history? Like people do mention yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even like during launches, there's like also at the same time there's other crazy events. Yeah. Like you know, Kennedy says his cool thing, which was actually, you know, if you actually read it, it's just a very dumb sentence. You know, we went to the moon because it was hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 understandably still inspiring that um, yeah, they did absolutely. that. Um, uh, the space race, um, I'm sure we might talk about it more, but mm. that, those, that space race in the fifties and sixties, uh, was, I think really cool because it, it was still like, there were still enemies that were competing, but yeah. this time it wasn't directly to kill each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. so at least there was sort of that. Um, so yeah, like Clearly, um, we still need to sort our own shit, social shit out on our Earth. Um, mm-hmm. Like when when we send humans to space, we, you know, bring our baggage with us into outer space. So we still need to work on that sort of thing. But it's still important that we um, sort of celebrate these milestones, or um, they're they're important. Uh, oh yeah, being able to uh, go into outer space, as we're going to talk about, um, will have material benefits, hopefully for everyone. Um, and then also a lot of exciting science will get done as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's like the first time SpaceX like launched and then landed its rockets. Like, oh my God, they actually did that, which is just absurd. No. Yes. So yeah. I was thinking about yeah. this, and I, especially when it first happened, um, when I was growing up, they nobody had found an exoplanet yet. Like Yang mm. hadn't even done his, his thing. His thing, yeah. <laughs> and I, you could never have convinced me that there weren't planets. And it was the oh, yeah. major consensus. There are none. We haven't seen them. And you could have argued it to me until you were blue in the face. I'd have been like, we just haven't seen them. Yeah. And there was no way you could convince me of that. However, if you'd have told me, yeah, around the same time we start finding planets, we'll be landing rockets so we can reuse them again. I'd have laughed at you. I'd have been like, no, we're not. That's impossible. Yeah, yeah. Like, Do you know get, how rockets work? Put yeah. That needle, <laughs> like, it's just like a needle compared to the earth just goes up and then just like comes down the yeah. same way, you know. Ridiculous. It's... it's super dumb and then they did it and i was like are you are we being serious right now and then they did it again and i was like all right all right okay now you're just flexing the part that got me was when was it their falcon heavy there's the three rockets duct taped together (laughs) and they sent them up and all three came down the two landed and the two landed side by side and i was like all right that was cool that that was it that's all (laughs) what a yeah what a like they're they're interfering with each other and they still (laughs) i don't care we landed them i was like yeah oh man wow yeah yeah yeah. that was around the time we did surgery on a grape which got less news yeah but but that's (laughs) oh right with like a robotic surgeon or something yeah that that is another surgery yeah yeah um I, oh, that actually reminds me because you're talking about how like yeah reusable rockets is like science fiction um essentially like now we're there um what surprised me the way they're doing these crew um launches and transportation is um like when when they stay when they first made the the shuttle and they were using that like uh that is 
seems like the future where that's like basically almost an airplane, right? Like it kind of glides, I guess, down and then lands on a runway. Mm-hmm. And that seems like the future. But SpaceX is going back to a capsule landing in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I was like, oh, well, that's just so wasteful. That's why they're using this shuttle because it's more efficient. Um, they don't just, you know, spend a bunch of material to just land in the ocean. But I guess SpaceX is still doing that, but in a reusable way. Yeah. Um, so that, that was kind of interesting to me. That was like, oh, wait, this method isn't inherently like the, the old timey method. This is just, uh, you just have to use it and just blow in, it up and hopefully it burns up, you know, yeah. make it burnable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and. Wow. I would have to double check. Um, I could probably message Callie and ask her, <laughs> rocket expert. Yeah. But um, I'm pretty sure all of the rockets that SpaceX relands, they actually never go into space. So they have to enter through, like, they don't have to re enter atmosphere type right, thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So that's a lot nicer on your equipment. Whereas the space shuttles had to go out and then come back through. Uh, what we like to consider nothing it's just air Mm -hmm. but at those speeds that's like liquid concrete like it's so bad shoving yeah and and they just they kept doing it like (laughs) so i I can i can understand why spacex is like i i don't want to i don't want to deal with that i want to just drop a capsule in the water and then pick it up and mm. you know sand it down and mm-hmm. yeah. it's probably a lot easier <laughs> yeah you're just paying for the paint yeah right. after that because you know. I, I i couldn't even it would just be so sad to <laughs> uh, yeah that's yeah still wild but, you yeah. know you know like a long time ago um i watched back to the future again which is fantastic mm-hmm. what a ridiculous film but it's, yeah it, it is um one of those that movie doesn't get old actually yeah it just doesn't get old as much as i hate time travel um (laughs) plots um that one has the exception yeah yeah exactly Uh, i don't know if there's maybe some other ones that i haven't seen but that movie yeah yeah and and just you you, uh so doc comes back from the future and he's like pouring a beer He, he has a plutonium like canisters that he puts to power mm-hmm. the okay, car. okay. Yeah. and then that's how i guess the future but when he gets back it's got updates yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and it has the mr fusion it, oh is that what it's called okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah sorry <laughs> i thought it was just the same thing but yeah let's let's call it the mr okay yeah mr fusion but go ahead yeah, go yeah, ahead. yeah he just like poured out like a half empty tinny yeah. which i picked up on that that's his like and then he like threw a banana peel and a bunch of no he got stuff. that from the garbage he just lifted up a garbage because oh. with fusion you can use any material so he he kind of demonstrates that but just like reaching into a garbage can like yeah. starts throwing oh, random throwing objects trash. yeah anything that'll do so, so i like that because like back then they had a lot of like cool spacey things just like in the movie back in the future like they had the hoverboard yeah. they've got like self-tying shoes and like a bunch of other stuff but they never predicted a rocket would go up and actually just come back down and, like like as a needle from space you've always got like in star wars and like ships you know they have like little docking bay and they go mm-hmm. in and then like you know there's other features but there's nothing so absurd that it goes into space and just like comes back down like right yeah, um never that was not a prediction now uh yeah I, I, I agree with you that like that wasn't a prediction that um was taken seriously but i i seem to recall that there the like old timey sci-fi would show a rocket like that was the shape they figured spaceships would be it was still a rocket ship and then when they land they would land back down they just like rewind the video. yeah yeah they could, yeah. yeah just do that so that's why when i when i learned first learned that that's how spacex was landing them and not just like parachuting them maybe landing them on the side finding some way to do that um 
I was surprised. I was like, this is really cool. It kind of goes back to that. Oh, you just make it go back the way it came. Like, I didn't know that. And that's apparently a good way to do it. Yeah. I thought it would just be a whole bunch of deployable, cylindrically distributed parachutes. Right. Yeah. 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 Something I like would that. agree. Yeah. That was a more straightforward. Like, yeah, just make sure parachutes. <laughs> the Kerbal down. Space Program version. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. great about that is that you, in Kerbal, you can stack, yeah, you get stack infinite. them infinitely, so yeah. you, know, you can stop dead if you need to. Um, we, should, we should move on because um, all of this is just the potential beginning of an exciting or scary future. Mostly exciting, I think, I hope. Yeah. Um, because if a, a for-profit uh, company wants to go to space, like what kind of products and services are they offering there's a profit motive to going into space which yeah. well, um is new <laughs> yeah well the, the right now it's uh the united states has to pay russia to yeah, go up to the, yeah. and so and now they don't so so spacex just got that bit yes. of gravy so so a uh, government organization hires spacex to to, to do things for them to but be that's the taxi like yeah. um that's that's the baby steps yeah that is the baby steps because that's like you can't make a whole industry based off of nasa doing a few science projects in orbit no do you think it's going to be like bc ferries when a third party gets ahead like <laughs> they offer you like the worst starbucks you can get in like oh like and like really the old fast cat of rocket ships <laughs> yeah oh no yeah. doesn't he want like, to make it so you can do rockets across the planet yeah yeah and <laughs> didn't, maybe didn't the Beebs, like a long time ago he went up on one of, he went rockets, on one of the yeah. cool planes i think it was virgin oh okay out, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah maybe yeah, people That's were like, "Just kick them out." <laughs> Canada will just let that one yeah. go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but you, you're gonna get like free pretzels on the ride, and then like vomit them out because it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. going into space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're so, suffering. So, oh, geez. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when we when we talk about this, I think the the thing we go to is. Um, asteroid mining so oh, yeah. i prepared this episode assuming we'd entirely talk about that but i want to first just double check with you guys um will that do you think that will be like the main main big deal in space industry will be I th- mining rockets I or, think, or mining well, asteroids or there's besides research which doesn't mm. pay well we all yeah we all know mostly that. it's mostly like publicly funded is what yeah there's the occasional private like I don't know. Companies yeah, and so like that. you can. Mm. The only reason uh, you want to go somewhere, uh, especially as a, a corporation or as a for-profit thing, is usually resources. Mm-hmm. There has to be a resource. Turns out space is full of them. Mm. Um, if you can get them, and that's the caveat. So I I do think that'll be the first thing that's tried, yeah. and it will be the. Because and then research will just piggyback on, mm-hmm. because you know you you they're not going to be able like you said they're not going to be able to ferry mm-hmm. people to the international space station mm-hmm. forever. Yeah, but also that's a good point because I've thought about this like I've thought about this a lot, but it's all I don't know why what was my first thought. But a if we ever want to be like an interstellar species, we need more resources. If you're going to build like a big ship, we're not using Earth stuff. That would just be dumb because no. then we would just like. Yeah, that'd be a huge chunk. But also, it's just lying out outside on the front porch. Just go get it. But also, there's this would destroy the market. Like as soon as you start getting effective at mining precious metals, there's no longer precious things. 
Mm-hmm. Like now you don't have dollars based on the gold because gold is readily available. <laughs> not like not in wildly huge abundances. Yeah. But well, all the stuff is like we've affected like the monetary market, and hopefully we don't even have those problems by the time we're really. There is something it. to consider, like especially with gold standard. Um, the bottom mouth of the Fraser where it empties into the into the Georgia Strait or wherever the one of Fuca Strait. Yeah. Um, where it dumps in, there's more gold there than humans have used in a hundred thousand years. Nice. And also now I know how to pay my student loans. Yeah. And <laughs> it's just like and nobody touches it. Yeah. So it's not like they couldn't do it now. Mm-hmm. Um there's no incentive to that'd be very expensive to dredge that mm-hmm. up. Um, deal with all of the environmental after effects and everything oh, you yeah. have to do. So if there's no incentive yet. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing about space is, is uh, like forestry gets protested because it's very <laughs> visual. Mm-hmm. You know, you're driving down uh, a road and it's like half the forest is gone. You're like, yeah, no longer looks like the way it was. Yeah. 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 Um, that's not a problem in space mm-hmm. yeah. because you could remove the asteroid belt nobody would see it <laughs> yeah we kind of just i mean you know what happened i probably thank you because you just removed everything that could ruin earth's day yeah 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 like, and also with like the 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 tnos and all the stuff like like yeah. you know we we just discovered that pluto wasn't even alone so that's why it got demoted yeah so you know if you get rid of those stuff that stuff like what's the difference yeah and you it's know? and and but yeah like it will completely flood the market there's there's rocks out there that are so big and just solid like chromium type stuff mm. solid titanium alloys solid right. nickel and cobalt things that we call rare earth metals yeah um we so we yeah chris you said we have uh, metals on earth that we can mine mm. um some of it's easy the problem is that um we'll get to a point where the only access to those resources is really hard to get mm-hmm. um then it'll become scarce and price will go up mm. and then um then then we won't be able to afford many things we won't be able, industry will slow so eventually we'll get to a point where digging down in the earth will be harder than going to space and getting material from oh, that that's a cool point um so uh so when that happens is when we'll start asteroid mining um and then that's and that's also why like sort of the argument as to like why we would uh mine asteroids because yeah we won't the earth will not run out of this material it's just it'll be incredibly hard technologically and possibly dangerous to extract for humans to extract it Mm -hmm. um so eventually yeah we'll go to space we'll get the stuff there and then golly but what like what will what will that look like um how will we mine an asteroid and then what will we do when we get the raw material will we just like bring it down to earth or will we build factories in space to produce things that we mm. then can well and yeah so now you've got your tra- remember we had that transport talk mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago yeah. and now your transport is not around the earth which is thousands of kilometers mm. it's only a hundred kilometers 400 kilometers to space who yeah. cares well it's mm-hmm. a really hard couple hundred kilometers yeah. that's what i was thinking the whole rocket equation thing was just like yeah yeah i think if we were doing if we were doing space mining the stuff's got to stay up there because it's just so hard it would you'd have to send finished goods down or at least uh an assembled uh, something that could be assembled like a like a lego-ish kind of system down because you you couldn't even want to you probably wouldn't even want to ship like 
raw metal ore unless somebody's ordered that specific yeah you'll want to refine it at least right get the stuff that isn't valuable because Mm. that would cost way too much to bring down to earth and then just stick in the ground in the ground yeah and then you just take like all your slag and everything you don't want and pack put it back into a rock and send it back yeah you know what i just realized is that um like emissions and and fallout from energy extraction or like or extraction and stuff is now zero on earth because it's yeah. being done in space yeah, yeah, so yeah. environmentally speaking this is awesome yeah could yeah. you like what uh, happens if you assuming have... getting to space doesn't cost like a yeah. lot of emissions um, well yeah, yeah. but even then like yeah. if you think about a factory in yeah. space just pumping its exhaust into space yeah this is less oh. totally but more traffic too <laughs> but i guess the ratio is like 10 to 1 probably i don't know i'm yeah. assuming you're gonna be efficient yeah hydrazine totally. making just you know aggressive water this is that yeah this is so cool. This is great. Um, That's actually awesome. I'm excited for a future where um, we can happily extract great like great amounts of resources to improve our lives and stuff, and yeah. then not have to think of like <laughs> the, the environmental the, the repercussions. Yeah. Now, one thing to be clear on, though, any organic stuff stuff can't be done from space. Yeah. So your coal, any right. any oil, anything like that, that still has to be done. So we'd also need to be able to get off of. Yeah, I was and about a, to say, oh, shucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 but I mean, at the same time, if you're going to be that space age, you don't want to be using them. They're yeah. not efficient. Yeah, yeah and for I, was, sure. I was also going to say that, like, it's possible now that people have the stigma of, like, being really afraid of of nuclear energy. But if, yeah. like, much of your nuclear energy stuff... Yeah, right? If, not, if much of your, your nuclear energy stuff is being done in space like for for whatever repurposing whatever kind of current of charging battery or something you want to do or i don't i don't know how they would do it and mm-hmm. and in terms of rockets like they might use the fancy space elevator that would make neil degrasse tyson really happy well, yeah yeah you got to remember the way that humans the only way really that humans have figured out how to generate consistent power mm. is to heat water into mm-hmm. steam and pass it through a turbine yep that's it. Yeah, yeah. But that's not unless you do hydro, yeah. in which case you don't turn it into steam; you just roll <laughs> it over a turbine. Yeah, and then you have a current. and so even nuclear power, everybody's like, "Oh, what is it?" It heats water into mm. steam, mm-hmm. and it sends it over a turbine. Yeah, yeah. Because a long time ago they figured out that if I make current in a wire, you know, in in here, and then I hold a wire next to it, mm. the wire next to it gets the same current, yeah. just in the other direction. Yeah, yeah. And so we just cheat. Yeah. And we send water across something and that makes a current and then we use that current to power houses. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. So um, if we want to make nuclear power stuff in space, we have to bring water up there. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Cause, um, yeah, because the nuclear energy just heats the water. And yeah. then it does well, so I wonder... There's, there are types of asteroids that do have ice. So that's true. you can take that and... Or even the moon. I wouldn't... Like the moon, you could you could mine. Uh, that, okay, yeah, that too. And it has or, water ice. But this is... I just want to ask you guys. Um, I don't know about the heavy metals like uh, uranium and thorium being in asteroids. Like... You think that's that's pretty? They're, I mean, they're not like. I guess there's no reason. Abundance. That... I'm trying to remember. There's what four types of asteroids. When I, when I remember. tried looking for this, I only found like the the popular things like uh, cobalt and iron nickel and, and nickel. iron. Yeah, um, yeah. So um, so I just wasn't sure if like you'd also easily be able to find the uranium and thorium. I guess there's no reason that it that's a thing that would only be um, found on Earth at all. No. Yeah. Because well, it's. Yeah, because like that thorium or and or uranium is 
is um like solar yeah accretion material yeah, mm. yeah it's not like so. it's not like like you said with um coal and oil where it's organic so you can only find that on mm. earth now um, this you, is, yeah, you'd more... have to go into the like you're not going to just find a glowing rock out in space of pure uranium. oh yeah you'll, it's going to be coated in it's a little bit you know, or yeah unrefined um yeah unless you just use those materials as like catalysts catalysts and or like really big like you just make big batteries <laughs> and then your nuclear energy just like runs current to the batteries to charge them and then you just like send a couple of big juicy boys <laughs> down through the atmosphere hoping that the big the, their size isn't like a huge issue but oh my gosh so you're suggesting to power like cities on earth by just, just having nuclear, no, re, like huge nuclear this, this, reactors in space and then just transporting charged batteries down and you just plug it into the city for a bit and then just keep recycling like sending the, the empty ones back up i know i know that <laughs> seems like awesome a i mean i just like off the hip threw that into the air i don't actually believe that's, that's a solution very fourth floor wow. review <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and at the same time they're landing rockets vertically so yeah and now the rockets are actually just those like the emoji of a battery the battery <laughs> just clear yeah. tube of battery juice it's the giant double a looking but it thing. has like spacex wings on the side and like properly lands and then leaves but i, I mean, love it yeah i actually imagine that we'll probably do some crazy wireless electricity trick by then oh yeah it's, um, i mean microwave um elect uh power plants that mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. i think they they exist in the game uh, sim city 2000 mm -hmm. nice the idea where you just have like a, a a building that's just essentially to receive a high amplitude uh microwave signal i think mm -hmm. from a from a satellite that's closer to the sun so like solar collects but then converts it just to a gigantic like beam gigantic, yeah. that perfectly light. hits um a receiver um on earth and then, yeah. then it generates electricity yeah. um i love that technology yeah yeah and that's like uh, so cool inspired by like tesla flavored things yeah because yeah. that's where tesla gets those uh i mean i have one of these pads the wireless charging yeah for your, for your phone, phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah those yeah, are yeah. cool because all we're doing is just like shaking electrons and asking them to move down or whatever well, yeah like i said and the if earth you, is a big huge iron spinning yeah, thing if you a big field. make a current and that's why like a lot of cords mm -hmm. they have to be that coaxial cable stuff that we do in second year oh yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. where you know the current passes one way and then it's got a counter current on the other side to to reduce any emf that it's going to create because if you run mm -hmm. wires side mm -hmm. by side and one gets power mm. it could induce power into the other yeah and they don't want that so yeah. you have two cords within one cord so that they cancel each other out oh yeah and then perpendicular to each other or whatever it was yeah and it, like it, it has if you do yeah well it's the force is perpendicular yeah. but the the current is parallel mm. that's yeah. what it was and um but yeah, like, and that was, that's a huge problem in like electronics is they had to find ways to get the signal to go somewhere, but mm -hmm. that's a moving charge. It's going to create a signal going the opposite way somewhere else. Right. Mm -hmm. So it was like a huge thing in designing small components is how do you deal with the EMF? Thing. Right. When they're that close, like yeah. nanoscale. Right. Like and it's because like we, as a physicist, you know, yeah. It's, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's possible. Uh, the, yeah, yeah. Man, it was quite a few years ago, but I remember reading an article where it's like, you know, your house is just Wi-Fi powered. So you walk in, your phone starts charging. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah and it's yeah, just like, yeah. it's that's, just, uh, and everybody's like, oh, it's going to give you all these. Like, no, it's not. It's not, it's not how it works. That's <laughs> in the, uh, the three body problem. Yeah. It is. Um, yeah. They have that power. <laughs> they do. Yeah. 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 And it's like, and it, and it could, it's, it, it works in theory. The only problem is, um, 
which and granted it's because our lights aren't built properly for it mm. but if you have a tesla coil and you take one of your incandescent light bulbs and you put it next, it lights up yeah, yeah. it has <laughs> no problem taking in the power yeah it just doesn't it's not converted properly so it doesn't glow like a light bulb it just does a weird different type of glowy glow yeah but you can make light bulbs that when you turn on a tesla coil the light bulbs light up properly yeah i've watched a lot of weird cool videos and like this was a huge thing for me years ago because i always wanted to like just get one which i'm sure i will in my 40s but just like reading i built a really big one once did you yeah that's wild i have a scar on my elbow <laughs> on my where it hit me <laughs> no, nice nice yeah. came out came, my finger came out my elbow and i nice should have invested in a chain uh, chain mail armor first <laughs> yeah yeah like put a faraday cage around yeah, yeah. i was uh but yeah it's something i'm gonna do i'll actually look into it because that'd be cool to do but like it has to do with your frequency like mm-hmm. the frequency of the current that you're running you know you yeah. probably don't want it to match some things about your body which yeah. is why tesla's walking around in the his cool show for everyone he's got like like he's got a chair and he's just sitting and there's like a lightning storm around him because yeah. it's not it's oh. not yeah it doesn't no, match he's not in perfectly fine yeah. um yeah because like the tesla coil i built was like two hundred thousand volts or something like that coming off the tip mm. and yeah like they hit me and it, it hurt but mm. whoop de doo I could hold on to a, a metal rod and touch it as long as I was grounded, it was fine and get mm-hmm. arc lightning and everything. Um, but when you put a light bulb out to it, 200,000 volts sounds like a lot, but that's not how we make light bulbs work. They run on amperage, yeah, because they use a different type of different version of power. Mm-hmm. So if you were to use instead of uh, IR squared, you use is R over V or whatever that equation mm-hmm. has to be at that point. Uh, if you set them up to use that different form of power, mm. then you could just use Faraday's stuff. Yeah. Um, but you'd have to, you know, change all your wiring in your house and use the derivative version for current instead of <laughs> the integration. Yeah. 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 That's so cool. um, that's uh, maybe another avenue of the space industry is just power generation. Not yeah. Like a, a large I, scale. I actually haven't thought of it until we were having this conversation that was part one of our discussion about asteroid mining thanks for hanging out on the fourth floor with us be sure to catch part two where we continue our discussion of what asteroid mining might look like and the idea of private corporations controlling all the space-based resources that should come out in about two weeks time uh, oh yeah and you can always find us on uh, fourthfloorpodcast.com that's the number four and you can interact with us on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash fourthfloorpodcast. And we also have a Reddit page, r slash fourthfloorpodcast. I think that one's spelled instead of the number. We'd like to hear from you if you want to add to the conversation, correct us, or ask us any sort of question. Hope to see you next time on The Fourth Floor.